Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the EDC podcast. Uh, yo, man, we here for another episode. It's, I think this is my fourth John going live on. Um, not necessarily live, but unlisted. Uh, fourth pod going unlisted on. Uh, and it's been getting like... I actually been trying to find a balance of um, um, talking... Talking to people that's been invited to the uh, to the live, John, and you know, um, also finding that you know that balance of that. Talking to people in the live chat and making sure I'm still doing a podcast. Because at the end of the day, some invite y'all here for, so I gotta I gotta make sure I'm still doing the pod. Coming into coming into today, I said that weird. Coming into today, it's been like. It's been me realizing a lot of stuff, man. Like, I already said this from the rip when I started the pod. Like, I'm trash at, uh, I'm big trash, I could say. At, uh, what would you say? Would you say producing, producing topics? I would say that. Um, I mostly get mine from, like, conversations that I would have with people. Um, whether that be in debates. Uh, debatable topics or just uh you know voicing opinion on certain things that's usually where i get my ammo from for conversation however like uh i, I was talking to somebody at work today like i feel like just natural conversation is my thing so like even at work i uh i'll be talking about topics i'm like dang i should use this for the podcast but i already talked them out you know what i'm saying so like talking to people is a, it's a huge thing so i think i figured out at work today that i should just I should just be getting guests on this, John. You know, you know what I mean? Rather than me, uh, rather than me thinking I gotta be flapping my lips for for a couple for a couple minutes, start getting some guests on here, man. Some of y'all may have seen the topic, by the way. This John is uh, titled "Negan is here." The reason being, I told y'all a while ago that I started watching The Walking Dead. For those of you who already watched this, John, already. Already neck deep into the Walking Dead series. You know. You know who that brother is I'm talking about. Dude is a problem. He's a he's a terror. He's a terror not he's not even like a terror of like I'm I'm like I, I got uh fear in this fear in the game, I got skin in the game that I should be worried about. He's not even a terror like that that I'm I'm fearful of certain things. It's more a terror like the rules are gone. The rules are gone. He came into the game guaranteeing somebody's going to die. One of the main characters got to go now that Negan is here. He guaranteed the end of somebody. They And I'm binging, so I got the, um, you know, I got the honor of being able to jump to what's going on in the next episode. Because, like, I can only imagine having a week till next season to figure out, you know, wh- whose life he he guaranteed to sabotage to. I can only imagine. You, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I, I truly am grateful that we live in a world of binges. Because I told y'all before, I'm a, I'm a binger to the core. To the core, I'm I'm binging everything. Everything is being binged. 
There's no if ands or but about me watching something. Oh, is he gonna binge it? He's gonna he gonna let it sit through. I mean, I mean, it's been certain things like um, certain things just too long for me to watch. Like One Piece, they passed a thousand episodes right now. I had to I had to take breaks. There's no way. I mean, I and the, and the break that I took was after me watching about 300 episodes. You know what I'm saying? So I had to take breaks from One Piece when I first started that job. Now for uh, now for TV, it's kind of different because like the episodes I expect to be like an hour long. So if I'm binging a TV show, I'm all in. But you got me, you got me in there for a solid. I'm in there for a solid month, two months. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, if I'm binging, I'm binging. I'm in it for a solid two months. So you got you got time with me. You got the time with me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but anyway, Negan's in, and I'm like I said, I'm just grateful that I didn't have to wait till next year to find out who he crucified. I'm gonna put it that way because basically, it's, it's, it was that, bro. Once he was here, he's like, you took out. If you don't know, it's like it's like a it's like a um, it's damn near post post apocalyptic. I want to say they in this in a post apocalyptic world where like there's villages now. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's villages and then outlaw. There is no law for real, for real. There is no law. Like you know, you know, um, um, it's killer be killed at this point in this world. So. The vanilla cream It's killer be killed in this world So like You know Ain't no ain't no law to take care of the bad guys So if the bad guys show up And they, they, they better than you You're done You're done So so what happens is You know the, these villages fend off for themselves And when they go out to try to You know scavenge and stuff like that um, You know you run into some guys That's like yo I, I'm gonna kill you Unless you give me your stuff Cause I'm the bad guy, you know what I'm saying? That's what that's what that's what's happening in the world. Um, so the good guys clearly is the guys we watching. You know they run into a couple guys like I'm gonna kill you if you don't if you don't hand this stuff. I'm, and I'm saying it vaguely because I don't want to really. It's, I know it's the long, it's late in the game, but I had somebody already ruined something for me. As soon as I started watching the show, I said it online like, "Hey, I'm watching The Walking Dead for the first time." Boy, smooth hit me with, "Yeah, when Rick when Rick leave, it's a runs." I'm two episodes in, gang. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna do that. So I'm gonna speak vaguely for you. I'm gonna speak vaguely for y'all. But um Yeah, so your your group, the, the group we watching right now is clearly the is clearly the uh I'll say the faces, um, WWE references, the face of the of the of the show. You get you scavenging for, for supplies and materials and shit like that. There's there's you know, there's bad guys out there that's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna stab you up if you don't give me your stuff. I'm gonna stab you up. And the group we watching, that's they, you know, they, they some survivors, they some fighters. So they like, yeah, we're gonna have to kill these guys, or they're gonna stab us up. That's their struggle. I gotta kill you so you don't stab me up. That's a struggle for them. Clearly internally, like I, dang, I, I don't want to kill another human being, but they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna jab us up. We gotta we gotta defend ourselves. We gotta take them out so you know they can't jab us up and no one comes back for us. You know. Um, so, look too, this dude that I'm talking about, Negan, he running everything. 
He running all the bad guys you ever seen in your life. He he that's him. He got that big he got he, he got that boss. That's him. He said we got we got we got all your stuff, boss. It's all him. He running the whole game in that in that county. You know what I'm saying? So push two, where I'm at now, he shows up and it's like he's he initiates himself as a dude with uh let me say he initiates himself as a dude. He introduces himself, let me say that. Initiates himself. He introduces himself as a guy who needs to set the tone. If you catch my drift. Like he is some some people that's like um some people that's like uh you you could be a leader or something but you also you know there's there's different there's different ways to lead. You know, this guy, this guy, um, um, whole stance is leading on, you know, there's a level of fear there. It's like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? There's a level of fear there, uh, for this dude who's leading this, this group of basically villains in a sense to where it's like, yo, he, he, he has to lead with fear in this junk. So like his whole stance when he when he introduced himself into the show is like yo, if I tell you if I tell you don't write in my book, you know what I'm saying pull out a pen I'm gonna have to kill you I'm gonna have to smoke you. Walking Dead did you watch the show you watched the Walking Dead Gloria? I'm curious I'm I'm binging it for the first time to keep it to keep it one hundred. I'm binging it for the first time ever in life. I don't know if you watch that or not, but I'm at like I'm. Where am I at right now? What season I'm on? I think I'm like, I think I'm seven seasons in. Maybe just got the eight. Maybe just got the eight. So so that's what I'm talking about. So right now I'm at a point where uh, the main guys they they like they got their whole situation figured out. Like they. A village is like stamp. They in Alexandria, if that makes sense to you. I don't know if you. I'm deep in, so if you seen bits and pieces, you know. I don't know at what point you saw, but where I'm at right now, the whole the whole civilization was figured out. You know what I'm saying? They had they had stuff going. They had ammo, food. They just made a a deal with another village. This like trade food and all that. But now, this big villain dude like comes in, and he's like uh. He's basically on some like, yeah, you're not that far. So wait, I I'm I'm speaking vaguely, so it's not you know too crazy. But are you going are you going to watch it? Like you wholeheartedly want to watch the show? Because I'm just speaking on a situation that I'm in right now, where the villain dude is like, um, basically he's ruling with an iron fist. That's how he introduced himself. Maybe not. All right, cool. He's ruling with an iron fist, so he introduced himself to like. Basically, be the guy of if you do something, there's payback, there's consequences for it. Hey, he's ruthless in that in that sense. So like, um, where I'm at right now, the squad, like the squad that you're watching, he basically they basically already did way too much damage for that not to go untouched. And it's like, oh, someone's dying, bro. Someone is dying. You know what I'm saying? Like he he already he already if you step on his toe, you lose your toe. That's the kind of dude he is. So, like, somebody is dying straight up. 
Straight up. So you already checked that off the list. And like I said, I'm I'm, I'm happy because I didn't have to wait for the next season to figure out who it was. But as soon as I see who it is, you know, someone someone reacts emotionally in the group. And someone else catch the hammer for it. So we lose two guys. Two guys in one setting. And it was, yo, when I say after those two episodes, I had to take like, I had to take a week off. Died in season one. I ain't gonna lie to you, yo. In a, in a situation where the world goes to shreds and there's zombies walking around out here. I don't know if I'm dying. I don't know if I'm dying in season one. I don't know, Glory. Glory, you look fast, so you probably can like, you know, scramble, get out of there real quick. You probably can survive a little longer than season one. I know I'm surviving a little longer than season one, based off of fear and adrenaline. Fear and adrenaline is getting me past, you know, a few a, a few seasons at that. I'm sticking with the main guys. As long as they as long as they don't look too shaky. I'm sticking with them. You know, God forbid it get a little shaky and dicey. Then I then I'm gonna have to flip game. You know. I might trade on a couple I might not I might not be as stand up as I should. But I'm sticking it out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You say later in the show they get smart? Well, no. You say you ain't watch the John. If the zombies... The zombies being dumb and, like, slow is really was helping me out in that situation. And honestly, I think, I think for the most part, I think I take the zombies, you know, a little too lightly. Because I don't really take into account how heavy these dudes are. Like, zombies ain't just light as a feather just because they die. They, they heavy bodies. You know? I, I don't think that I, I honestly take that into consideration when I'm thinking about zombies. Like a zombie apocalypse. No way. Zombies didn't develop. They, so so here's the thing about the zombies here. And this, I think I was arguing with somebody about this at Tours though. Because like, their whole thing was like, uh, the zombies basically... <clears throat> what was that? What was their argument? Because I, because I had to argue them on how fast they decay. In a sense, because like their bodies are like straight up. Once you dead, you dead. Like it ain't, it ain't no blood flow going anywhere. So your body decay. If your body decays, like not as slowly as you would think it would. So like once it ain't no blood flow, like your your body can fall apart real smooth. So that was my that was my argument to itself. So they're not gonna put up a fight, but they are dumb heavy. They are dumb heavy. They already did. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, I can probably, in the world of The Walking Dead, I can probably take out, let's say, give me, give me, a, give me a knife. I can probably take out a solid five before I have to relocate and run. Before I have to skip town, I can take out a solid five zombies. Oh my god, bro. They suck. A solid five zombies, I'm pretty sure I can take out. But, 
that's putting me past season season one, two, and because they in cars, they in cars in season one for real, for real. They already in the car. So all you got to do is get out, stop at a gas station every now and again, siphon some gas. Or stop at whatever car you pass by. Siphon the gas out there, John. And keep it pushing. You can survive. You can legit survive a zombie apocalypse for like, I don't know. I don't know. I Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What comes with zombie apocalypse is like people too. Like people suck, apparently. And this is based off of The Walking Dead. This is based off of, what's that other zombie, John? I just watched a horrible zombie movie. World War Z was horrible. I don't know if y'all saw that, John, or not, but World War Z was horrible. Horrible. Legit didn't like that, John, like, not once. Now, one part of the movie was like, dang, this John fire. It was horrible. However, those zombies in that movie, I ain't, you ain't taking out none of them. 1v1, you done. Unless you got unless you got a shotgun on hand and you just can't mess with the shotgun. Unless you got the shotgun on hand and you just so happen to not be able to mess with the shotgun, you're trash. Trash. With a knife, like kitchen knife. A kitchen knife? No. No, not a kitchen knife. Not a kitchen knife. Like a hunting knife. Like one of the long johns. That, that goes straight through your chest, come out the back a little bit. One of those johns. You can survive a little bit with. Hold on. I'm trying to see. No, but, um. Yeah, bro. You can survive a few seasons of The Walking Dead Zombies. World War Z Zombies is done. You're done. There is no talking about that, bro. There is no talking about World War Z Zombies. You straight cook. Those don't... They, like, I, I still don't get the movie, like... And this and I'm flipping off of Walking Dead right now because, like, this is really annoying me just now. The World War Z Zombies, like, they basically got superpowers. It pissed me off so bad, like, because Satera forced me to watch it on some, like, oh, baby, you got to watch this, John, like, it's such a good movie. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, I see the first bull turn. He did this, like, shake thing, and then he woke up and started zooming past cars, hopping over, like, 40 cars. And I'm like, yo, that's not, a, that's not a zombie. I don't care what we talking about. That's not a zombie. So I don't know what the Z stand for in World War Z, but it better not be zombie. Them niggas got superpowers automatically. Automatically. I would have wanted to take one of the... I would have wanted to get bit. Let me get bit real quick. Cop the little superpowers. Save the world with the superpowers. And then and then at that, you had to take a deadly virus. A deadly virus to get you mean. So they had to give you like AIDS or something like that in order for you to survive that job. In order for you to survive it, you had to get AIDS. It's ridiculous. The worst. Horrible movie. Horrible movie. But anyway, that's my, that's, the zombie world is just a dangerous world, man.
It's a dangerous world to be in. Like I thought I was doing something. I bought me a little. I'm gonna have to give me a real, a real a little piece of uh, piece of work. I bought me a little BB John, just to get comfortable with a with a gun. Go ahead, laugh. Take your laughter. I take your laughter. I wear it as a crown. Wear it as a pseudo armor. Laughter don't bother me. Bought me a little BB gun so I can get comfortable with handling that tool. You know what I'm saying? Aiming proper. Handling handling my steeds. And I wanted to get an airsoft, but apparently my airsoft gun is like, it's not an airsoft gun. It's a pellet gun. The bullets that I shoot is too damn, it's too, it's too damage holding for the, uh, for the sport of airsoft. So I can't really, um, can't really use that jump for airsoft. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, honestly. I mean, we buying a house soon, so maybe I use it for like killing, um, rodents to get in my crib. Something like that. But it's, uh, it's a little too, it's too much, honestly. But anyway, anyway, Negan, Negan comes in. I, and I went on a, a long rant, but I'm going back to The Walking Dead just to make a point. Negan comes in. He guarantees the death of one of your characters. Emotional reaction from another character. It basically pulls off another death. So you got two main characters go in one episode. Because they showed him killing one killing in the last episode of one of the seasons. New season starts. You see who dies, and then you see another one die. Pain. I had to take sabbatical. What's it called? It's not sabbatical. It's called um, a bereavement for those two characters. Uh, luckily, I was already on like a little vacation type vibe. I had to stay home. I could not leave this crib. Could not leave this crib after watching it. It put me under so much. Put me under so much because it's just like, like, dang, bro. Like, seriously? Seriously? It's insanity. Insanity. But anyway, Negan's still around. And I had to spoil myself by uh, looking up his fate in the show. Because something that hits you like that, you you need to, I, like, somebody like me, I need to know what I'm getting myself into. I'm not a guy who, like, you spoil the show for me. I can't watch that show no more. It's like, I kind of still want to see it happen. Like, I enjoy watching the show. You know, I don't have to, I don't have to, um, like, the mystery aspect of it is not as important to me as it may be for some people to watch a show. It's not. You know, but I'm, I'm, I'm more so, you know, infatuated with watching the show, if that makes sense. Like, I, like, you can tell me, like, um, oh, E. And it's just, I'm only bringing this up just because it's like a broad joint everybody should understand. Like, oh, E, Star Wars is such a good movie. It's like uh, a, a good series, I should say. It's like, uh, or Saga. It's like uh, it's the dude, he's he he's uh, trained to fight this evil guy because the evil guy is taking over the world, whatever the case is. And um, he's, while he's trained to fight the evil guy, his sensei dies, and you find out his sensei was the evil guy's teacher. And um, now he you training to beat the, your teacher's ex student, and then uh, while you fighting your teacher's ex student, you find out that's his dad, man. That's his. He is. He is pop. He is. He is. He is daddy. You know, I I wouldn't. That wouldn't hurt me, because I would still want to see how everything came together. How his dad became this evil dude. How the evil dude is this evil yet was able to have a kid. 
what I'm saying? Like, I, like I, I really enjoy movies and storytelling on that level to where it's like, you can ruin a, you can't ruin a story for me by telling me what happened. Like, I still need to see what happened. I still need to see how they said it, what they said. Like, I enjoy the acting aspect, the writing aspect, the 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 capturing of the camera. Like, I enjoy it to the point of, like, again, I just need to see it. Now, a book you can ruin for me. A book you can very much ruin for me. Oh, this happens at the end of that. You know, and and it, I hate to say it, but I hate reading anyway. So you, you can tell me whatever you want. It don't really, it don't really matter. It don't really matter. I can. I just, I just, it's just very boring to me. Very boring. I can listen to audibles all day. I can listen to audibles, but read myself because I got a creative voice in my head. Like, go through how I want them to say it. I'm not. I don't feel like it. You know what I'm saying? So like, yo, Bo. Yeah, but do, let me ask you something, bro. Do you think is it hard for someone to ruin a show for you? If you heard, what I, if you heard anything I just said, let me know. But if you didn't, answer the question: Is it hard for someone to ruin a show for you, or like how do you watch shows? Like where do you get your where do you get your uh, where you get your jimmies at? If that makes sense. Cause like I said, what I what I just said, but I'll it won't ruin what you said. Like for me, the show is like it's more than me like watching a story happen. It's more so me like watching how the story happens, how the actors are acting, like that whole vibe. I watch them way after the fact too. I'm a binger. Me and you in the same family. We both binge, big binge, and binging is cold, man. Binging is binging binging is life. You know what I'm saying? Binging is the way to go in life. If you can get to it, I honestly, I honestly would advocate everybody don't watch a show when it drop. I would say wait until that shit over so you can go back, you know, and binge it all the way through. So I always see So you like watching the spoilers of things. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. I don't I don't like watching the spoilers. But I like knowing what's going to happen. I was saying as an example, but I'm watching uh, The Walking Dead right now. There's a character that's introduced who's pure evil right now. Pure evil. To the point it's just like, like I had to, after watching the episode he was introduced in, I had to take a couple days to get myself together on what I just saw. Pure evil, right? And I and I had to, after seeing that, I had to go back. and uh, Not go back, but I, I went online and was like, what happened to Maine Cuz? What happens to him in the show? And I had to see what was going on because I'm like, I can't, I can't watch you. I can't watch him, you know, for too long. You know what it is. You sit here, Negan. Yeah, yeah. I took a, I took a, I took a little bereavement time off after his intro, after his introduction episode. It was a, that was a, that was a hard time. That was a hard piece, man. Negan is a big deal. <laughs> That damn scarf and leather jacket sent me over the edge. That scarf and leather jacket sent me through the roof, man. Through the roof. Like it I still can't get I'm I'm pissed. And you know what's crazy? Uh when Dave Chappelle did Saturday Night Live, that I think it was around that same time. In twenty twenty, I think that episode dropped. It was like uh I remember it from that sketch. So I'm like the whole time I'm watching the show, I'm waiting for that for that scene. 
See, I remember everybody was bitching about somebody dying, but I couldn't really remember who it was, like who died. But it was like crazy. I don't mind spoilers, to be honest, because I know that comes with uh, watching a hot show after everybody else. Was already yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's no big deal. Like, like I said, it, the spoilers to me don't really matter as long as I don't. I, I really don't want to see it unless it's in real time. Like, unless I'm there. But, like, if I know what happens, like, to get me to watch One Piece, my friends legit, I told them, yo, tell me basically hot points in the show. So, spoiler alert for anybody who watching One Piece, mute me for the next, you know, whatever, um, minute or so. But uh, they had to tell me certain things like, oh, you find out this is his brother or whatever the case is. This dude dies or... You know, this guy runs the whole city. He dies. This guy runs the whole world, honestly. And this he, this is main man right here. Like, shit like that, you would have to tell me. Big spoilers. For me to be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta watch everything about this show. It sounds, in, it sounds intriguing. Intriguing. Yeah, so, like, that's what I mean. So, like, I, I have to, like, I have to, man. Watching a story unfold is, 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 it's better than sex. I see it right here. Watching shit unfold the way it's supposed to. It's like, oh, man, I tell you. Oh. Oh, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the last thing I, that was uh, told to me and I had to watch. Honestly, honestly, no. I'm talking about right now. The Walking Dead. So, like, when Dave Chappelle, they did that skit on Negan. Um, the whole show I was watching the show just like. How is it going? How we getting there? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, the whole show, I'm like, all right, that's cool. This happens and all, but how do we get there? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we get to the point where all these niggas is lined up and, you know, they taking they taking cuz out the game? Yeah. It's not even a time. That's, that's, that's facts, too. The time wasting thing is facts, but it's like, um... Yo, you know what I wasted my time on? Cut two. The Godfather Part 3. Fuck everybody that told me to watch The Godfather. Not fuck you, but like, you should have you should have warned me. If you haven't watched The Godfather yet, Bo, I encourage you to watch it. But Part 3, you don't have to watch. That's how you warn somebody to watch that show. That's how you warn somebody to watch The Godfather. You go, Yeah, watch Part 1. And Part 2 is good, too. It's okay. Part three, you don't really have to, you don't, you don't got to waste your time for part three. You you can skip that, John. That's how you warn somebody to watch The Godfather. You don't just say, oh, it's one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Because it's not. It's not. Hot take. The Godfather is not one of the greatest trilogies of all time. If they stop at two, it's the greatest sequels of all time. Greatest greatest duo, I would say. How do you say, how do you say trilogy for two? It's the greatest bang bang, the greatest front to back, the greatest double double take. You know what I'm saying? The greatest two banana split, the greatest the greatest pair of titties all time is The Godfather on film. The greatest pair on film is The Godfather. If they if they stop at two, because they went to three, that kind of ruins it for you. That kind of ruins it for you. It's, and there's a lot of movies that if they had stopped at a certain point, it would have been the greatest whatever length that is. But because they went on, because they went on, it's just like you can you can dirty something up real fast. 
You can dirty something up real fast. Naruto. Naruto could have stopped that pain. Naruto could have stopped that pain. If you if you an anime watcher, you can't disagree that they could have stopped that pain. Ah, you kinda you kinda can't stop that pain. It's a lot of it's a lot of loose ends at pain. You got Sasuke still on the loose. You know. That's honestly it. Sasuke being on the loose is why you can't stop that pain. That's why you can't. Other than that, you would have been cool. Other than that, you would have been cool to stop at um, pain dying, that Akatsuki falling apart in pieces. You know, you would have been, you honestly would have been fine. Pain was that dude. But all I'm saying is you leave room for error. Like uh, <clears throat> Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Let me see. Let me see how they could have, how they could stop at a certain point. And I'm talking about, and mind you, I'm not talking about the books and all that. I'm just saying, if the show was just pulling totally apart from the book, some people would be like, oh, it is. You know, grow up. If it was pulling to- totally apart from the book, you could have probably stopped at the War of the Dead. You could have probably stopped at the War of the Dead. Have certain people die. That's game. That's checkmate right there. That's checkmate right there. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know, man. Sometimes I feel like I kind of want to write movies or write stories. I think I started in my lifetime. I think I started at least at least three novels. Got past the first chapter once. But I think I'm going to try my hand, man. Because I'll be writing. I ain't going to lie to you. I'll be writing. I can get these stories out. But the novel is just so damn. That's a lot, man. I told you, I'm already bored with, like, I get bored reading something fast. Unless I'm getting information from it. Like, storytelling visually, I I, I tap out quick. I'm, I'm tapping fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, reading the story out. I'm just like, I don't care what the fuck happened in the next two pages. I'm gone. I'm gone. It ain't even that bad. It's just like, yo, like, write this joint with a little bit more vigor. Throw some rhymes in there. Dr. Seuss style. Keep me in the day. Like, it's to the point, like, in school, bruh, reading books in school, you know they have you read books in summertime and all that. Getting through those Jones was a time. Getting through those books in summertime was a time and a half. I had to rap my way through those books. <clears throat> I'm talking rap. I'm talking about, and then she said, she said, make it go last. Like, yo, I had to, I had to sing the book in my head to get me through those pages. <laughs> it may be a bad thing. Like, and like I said, if I'm reading for information, it's no problem. I, I give you the whole dictionary. For information is there's no cause I cause I need to figure something out. So I have to read this to figure this out. But for fun, bullshit. I'm an audible guy. Auditory learner. I'm, i I gotta hear it. You gotta tell me. Like if I, again, if I have to read for information, I could do it. But I would much rather you just tell me something. I would much rather you tell me, you know, the square root of pi is this. You know what I'm saying? Pi is three point one four. One five nine two six five. 
blah 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 blah. I I rather you tell me. I can I'll be like cool. No, I don't, I don't know if that's like a music thing just because I'm I I have to learn music by ear for the most part. It could be that, but man, if you give me something to read out for fun, miss me with that bullshit. Miss me with it tough. Big tough. Nah, man, but that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with The Walking Dead. It's, it's getting sketchy. It's getting sketchy, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, Apart from that, though, man, the Phillies about to go crazy. Or the Phillies are going crazy. If they win it, if they win a World Series, I might have to pull one of my vacations back for the rest of this year. Because if they win a World Series, come on, man, come on, man. I should have had it planned right now so I can look over and check what's going on. If they win a World Series, it's over. It's up. It's up. I actually, I, I actually remember to play uh, the the press record on this joint. So, shouts out, shouts out to you, boy. I'm doing good. But yeah, if they if they win the World Series, you can find me down Broad, down Broad Street. You know what I'm saying? Going crazy. Because Philly is just Philly's in a good split, in a good place right now with sports. Period. Sports. Period. Apart from James Harden situation, we in a good we in a good place. What the hell? Yo, what happened to Zaire Smith? Does anyone know what happened to Zaire Smith? Basketball player for the Sixers. He was supposed to be that guy. He never, I don't think I don't think I ever remember seeing him in a game. He went to the G League for a while, and then that was it. He just disappeared. I have never heard of him again. But they was promoting him like he was about to be, you know, a great, you know, not a great, but like a solid piece for us. That vanilla cream is something different. That vanilla cream that kicks you right in your back, big time, big time, man. But yeah, man, what the hell happened to Zaire Smith? That brother just—he just out of here for no reason, no reason at that. Um. Yeah, man. I don't, honestly, again, I, I I be trying to find topics coming here and destroy y'all with, but it don't be going like that. Oh, sexy red <laughs> posted a uh, it was like a sex tape. Sexy red got a sex tape online. Well, I'm not a fan. I didn't watch that. John. I'm not trying to watch that. John. But first of all, that's trash. Like. Whoever posted that is garb. Especially if she didn't do it. Like, you trash if she didn't do it. If she did it, it's like, dang, that's kind of wild. You drawn. But if she didn't do it, whoever did it is garbage. Whoever did it is garbage. And they, and they like, even though she already, like, exposed herself a lot. Not exposed herself, but, like, put herself on her sexuality on Front Street. You know, frowned upon by some, you know. Looked up to by others. It is what it is. Like whatever, you, whatever side you on, it is what it is. Even though she do that, having somebody post your your bomb page, your bomb video on, you know, that's kind of trash. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's kind of trash. But it's like who 
who you smashing that did that to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of nutty, man. Both left, too, as soon as I started talking about this. Probably left before then, but I'm glad you hear me. She, she be giving me grief over that. Like, it's solid that she did it or something weird. But, uh, no, that's wild, bro. I couldn't imagine having somebody throw my, throw my glizz out there on Front Street for everybody to look at without my permission. Now, if I give you my permission, it is what it is. Take your looks with your goggles. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, if I give you my permission, ah, bang. You know what I'm saying? Because I clearly, I clearly wanted it out there. But if you don't, imagine how embarrassing that is. Imagine how embarrassing that is. Now, May May, my, 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 my little cousin, he watched that jump out about two times already. He told me, he told me himself. He told me himself. Don't, don't let him lie to you. He watched that video already. He told me himself. I'm not lying on him. I'm not lying on him. He told me himself he watched that job. Dangerous ball. Freaked out ball. Say no. Nah, let me stop drawing on him. No, nah, but he said he saw that job. That's kind of trash. Here's the thing, man. If you're going, I can't even say it because it's like I don't think that she. I don't think she posted it. It's a hard topic to discuss if because it's just so many. Like, did she do it? Did she post that joint or is somebody drawing on it? Because if somebody drawing on it, that's that's dangerous. That's dangerous, man. Because that's that's embarrassing. Like it doesn't it doesn't and people and people jump on the idea like, oh, this just it's just to boost her, uh, you know, boost the uh, publicity and everything. That's not that's not good publicity. No matter how you slice it, you know, there's been one person to. You know, benefit from their sex tape being put out. You know, that's that's Kim K. You know, you know, famously or um, infamously, whatever. What famously, honestly, you can say that for uh, being, you know, benefit that being beneficial to her is her sex tape. Like on the other end, Ray J. You know, he didn't he, he caught a couple slaps for that. I would think he caught a couple slaps for that. I honestly couldn't. I honestly couldn't read that for you. I, I don't really see a lot of kickback for Ray J on the sex tape. Like he, he definitely big ups himself a few times. Definitely for hitting Kim first, hitting Kim before, before the before the glitz and glam. You know, he big ups himself a lot on that. Um, at least he did in the past. So, you know, Nick Cannon big up himself, smashing Kim back in the day. So like. That's crazy, honestly. Like, bigging up themselves on the shorty. That's wild. I never even thought about that. Like, getting the stamp for smash. But I guess, yeah, that is that is law right there. You get stamped for smashing certain shorties, I guess. I guess it is. Dang, that's crazy. That That's like a public example on the double standard of, like, um... The sexual activity taken from men and women. That's a big example for that. Like blatant. Like blatant example. I, I never even thought about it that way. To where it's like. Shorty is getting shamed. For the. You know. Discretions. But it, I mean. I guess it is. On the flip side. She is kind of getting passed. Passed around in that sense. 
I guess that is the idea. Like, it's just like, and dudes are just running through. Mmm, that's crazy. That's crazy. I guess, I guess the more, the more comparable factor for Kim would be Pete. In that sense. Because Pete been around the block. That man deserves a trophy. Every every boy in the world will give Pete a trophy for what he's accomplished in life. We all know what he we all know what he's accomplished in life. We all know. I know Shorty's who trying to smash Pete right now. I know you. You already told me. The shorties I know trying to smash Pete told me they want to smash Pete Davidson. So you can't even lie if I I approach you about it. Golden Bree. Oh, is that (laughs) Bree? You smashing Pete? I know you are. I know you smashing Pete. What the fudge did I enter? You heard right. I'm talking about Pete Davidson and Kim K. Like the double standard on them. I was going into a little ram, a little, it was basically like a, uh, I don't know. I was talking about a lot of stuff, but I ended up talking about that. You just so happened to hear. You don't want Pete? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I, I heard Pete is a sex symbol among some. Okay, so you on that side of it. So, so that's, I, I personally, I personally was like, oh, I didn't think he was that good looking of a dude. Like he, I know he dresses really nice and stuff. Like not nice, but like his fashion statements, you know, they put you over the edge sometimes. But some girls I know was just like, "Yo, I'm all in on that on that Pete Davidson." Yeah, you heard it. You heard it. Yeah, huh? I'm not lying, man. I can, I can, I can, I can call. I'm not gonna do it to her because she's in a relationship right now. I can call a specific girl right now who who's all in on Pete Davidson. All in on Pete Davidson, but anyway, my whole point was that's like a um, that's a prime example of like Kim running through people is like nah she's getting passed around, but Pete Pete has been Pete has been winning. Yeah man, yeah man, it's real. It's real in these streets. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, golden golden Bree. Is it supposed to be golden Brit or golden Bree? You throwing me off because I can't I can't see the pictures from from afar like how far I am. I can't see it because if you who I think you are who I thought you are your answer surprised me a little bit. Big surprise. See, 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 see. So, so your answer, your answer, don't surprise me, Brit. I, Brit, I thought, I, I thought you was another girl I know named Bree. Her answer would have surprised me, cause I know she's, I know she all, I know she would be all in for Pete Davidson. Twenty one ninety two. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, your answer, your answer, don't surprise me. There's another girl I know named Bree. Her answer would have been the opposite of yours. She'd have been all in. She would have been all in on Pete. But yo, let me let me let me ask you something. Do you think that they're looked at as you agree that they're looked at different? Like Kim and Pete? 
Like Pete's past is he's he's running through shorties left and right. Great shorties, by the way. Amazing shorties. He's running through them left and right. Kim has been ran through, but why is it looked at as that way? Why is it looked at as Kim being ran through and Pete running through? Cause like it, like it's it's jacked up that it's just the double standard. But why is that? Like why why is that the go to? Cause I didn't even think about it when I said it. It's just like that's what it is. That's what it is, man. And girls do get the bad rap for it, man. I, like I, it's wild. Definitely agree. Run through the baddies. She's just trying. Oh, so you you think her intention is is the problem? Because Pete is known to be like the romantic type to, that's trying to find his way. And you mean. And Kim is known for like cloud chasing, kind of. Smashing baddies, low key. Well, uh, he's. Other rumor are green flags. What you mean? What, what rumor about Pete? What I'm, what I'm lost? The drugs? Kim is ran through. Oh, that's drawing. Yeah, that's the perception, but, like, they both smashing heavy. They both smashing rough. They both smashing rough. The slammer. <laughs> the slammer. Oh, he got, he got good news for the slammer. Oh, that's crazy. I ain't never hear that. That's wild. According to Ariana. Oh, no, I did hear that. He said it on stage. He said Ariana told a uh, reporter that he had a, he had a good, uh, like a, a long jump. That's crazy. I would be pissed if somebody put my business on Front Street like that. Because it, it, like he, he said it too. I think he said it. It leads up to disappointment. Or, you know, they just clamoring over, over your Johnson. I'll be pissed if Satira put my business on front street like that. Big or small? Shut up. Let them find out themselves. Big or small? Let them find out themselves. Let them let us get busy on a uh, on a natural level. I don't want nobody fiending for it. Nor do I want them like drawling on me. Like let them find out on a natural tip. Wait, hold on. What you? Say? Yeah, man. It's wild, bro. It's the it's the embarrassment is probably not there. It's just like stop looking at me. <laughs> stop looking at me, bro. Like I'm not a piece of meat. Leave me alone. That's the only time a dude would feel like dudes would feel that, man. Like you 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 know how people be like uh you know, if a girl's too aggressive, dudes would be like, yo, like, leave me alone. Like, that's real. That's super real. That's super real. Because it's like, we don't want that energy, man. We don't want that energy. We don't want you. Just like, I, honestly, and, I, and I'm being total open right here. Satara sometimes is like, right at me sometimes. And I'll be like, in my head, I'm just like, yo, yo, back up. Like, let me, let me, let me, let me go crazy. Let me go crazy, yo. Cause it's drawn sometimes. Like it, it's cool when you like, like if you the dude and you initiate it, and then the girls like super aggressive about it. It's like all right, y'all, we in, we all in. Cause you initiated it, it's still on you. But when you not even in in mindset for it, and it's all aggression, it's like oh, 
Back the hell up. Yo, back up off me, man. Back up off me, man. That's how it is, for real. Because it's just like, yo. You don't want that smoke right now. Like, calm down a little bit. And then let me go at it. And then you cool. Satara was supposed to be on this jump, but she was at work tonight, so she couldn't. Uh, she couldn't be on the podcast. Cause I hate doing them. I hate doing them later in the uh, later in the night. Cause after it's done, I gotta wait for it to clear. Then I gotta split like the audio and everything for it. Once I split the audio for it, then I gotta post it online. It's like it's a whole thing. So I don't like doing them too late. But next time she off on Thursday, we could do it. Yeah. But um. But yeah, yo. Oh, oh, oh. I wanted to, I'm about to, I'm about to wrap everything up. I want to talk about this movie me and Satara saw. It wasn't my first time seeing it, but um, Satara saw it for the first time with me yesterday. And uh, yeah, join that joke because it'll be it'll be fire. But uh, it was it was it's called uh, what's it called? What's it called? It's called it's called it's called the Village of the Damned. And um, I saw this joint when I was dumb young, and my mom, my mom made me, my mom made me watch hella scary movies when I was a kid, hella scary movies. Not made me watch, but like, she didn't care that I watched these joints, and I was scarred. Thank God I saw it as an adult right now, so I'm like, I'm not afraid of it no more. Jeepers Creepers, I'm still afraid of. Like, I'm not watching that by myself, no way, shape, or form. It's, it's Halloween now, so we probably watch it soon, but. I still want. I, I, that's a movie I can put on right now. Deeper Creepers, I'm talking about. That's a movie I can put on right now if I want to get scared a little bit. I'm not lying to you. I could put Deeper Creepers on right at this moment. Know that it's coming on. Know every scene in the movie, and be like, "Yeah, we're gonna turn this joint off for real." Yeah, uh, we could turn this off because because fear is fear is honestly is brought from. Final Destination not scary. You tripping? But fear, fear is honestly, I want to say, is at its peak when you don't know what's going on, but you don't know what's about to happen. You, you actually, you worried about um, the unknown kind of thing. That's where fear is at its peak. That's why, I like in a movie, you know, you get suspense built up, built up, and like the music's like, and it's really like creeping in because you just like, oh shit, some something's going down, something about to happen. That's why, because suspense is like where you get fear at its peak. But like Jeepers Creepers has me scared all the time. Number three is not that scary. Number two is not that scary. It's a little creepy, but it's not that scary. Number one puts me over the edge every time. Scream scares you? You wait, wait. Are you scared of scary movies legit? I'ma get I'ma get to the village of the dam, but are you scared of scary movies like all around, cause I'm not. I, I love scary movies. It's just like certain Jones got my. They got me by the tongue. So yeah. So that's why these movies scaring you. I'm not scared of movies like that, cause I like the kills. Yeah, horror films don't do it to me like that. Like you gotta really be like you gotta have me by the chest. Like like Jeepers Creepers legit from from my childhood gripped me up by the collar, and still got me like this. But no problem. Oh, the light on. You, you're going to raise your electric bill. Jeepers Creepers got me like this. 
and and they and he ain't let me go since I was about five years old. Well, however old I was when that joint came out, got me, still got me like this. I'm just sitting here like this, grown man, grown man sitting like this, cause Jeepers ain't let me go yet. That's how scarred I am from that movie, yo. That's how scarred I am. Like no bullshit. But anyway, me and Satara watching uh this movie called The Village of the Dam, and I'm I'm laying it out because I you should you should watch it, John. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it. Well, I am gonna spoil it, but you can still watch it, John. So like uh so like uh this movie come on where they show you in like they show you this village. It's not a village. It's like a, it's like a little township in like the Midwest. I want to say they're in the Midwest because I really don't know. It's just like in a a very um, rural area, if that makes sense. So that makes sense, but a rural area. So it's like a little township where everybody know each other, shit like that. And uh, it's this is this township called um, Midwich. Midwich is a township. Um, basically, they show you the township. They show you a lot of the characters in the township because it involves everybody in this genre. Um, one of the main characters is uh, Christopher Reeves. If you remember Christopher Reeves, he's uh, he's the original Superman in the movies. Like with uh, uh, Richard Pryor and all that. He's like the old Superman, no muscle tone, black hair, blue eyes, swirl. Christopher Reeves, like he's that guy. So they show Christopher Reeves. They show his wife. They show a couple other people. They show, uh, what's her name? Off the Jenny Craig commercials. She's also in uh, Look Who's Talking. She's, um... Oh, my God. Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. They show Kirstie Alley. She's in this, John. Um, Christopher Reeves, he's a doctor in the town. Okay, Christopher Reeves is the doctor in the town. Kirstie Alley, she doesn't come until later, so I'm going to introduce her later. But he's a doctor in town. He's with his wife and everything like that. Um... He's at a gas station. He sees this guy picking up some. I'm gonna say he's picking up ice because it was for like a, a party or something. Like, oh, he's picking up um, helium for the balloons. Everybody going to this party in town. Um, Christopher Reeve sees him. He's a little. He's a little bit on the outskirts of town at his office, I guess. Sees the guy, and then um, what happens? What happens? What happens? Christopher Reeves's wife is at the party as well. So everybody in township is at the party. Christopher Reeves sees this guy at the at the gas station going to the party. And he's like, all right, cool. Have handle your business. I'm going to go do something else. Um, long story short, the town at the party, everybody falls asleep. Every person in the town, every animal in the town, anything that breathes breath goes to sleep in the town. They're knocks. They're all knocked smooth the fuck out. For a solid, like, I think it was like, it's at least a few hours or something like that. Everybody's knocked out. And then, like, um, it was, yeah, it was definitely a few hours because what happens next is the government notices this township just goes off the chart. Like, this is blackout. It's blackout. This is what they end up calling it as well. Township just goes in the dark for the blackout. So the government sends out the army to set up a perimeter around the township right so what happens is the army gets there christopher reeves is pulling up now like yo what's going on like what's happening and then they send somebody in with a gas mask because they like we don't know if it's chemical we don't know you know what i'm saying what's going on with this john dude with the gas mask walk across county lines 
falls right to fucking sleep. So now it's like, yo, it's not gas because all we did was draw a line right here on the ground. If it gets to us, we'd be knocked the fuck out right now. Like, it's not gas. Bull walked in with the gas, with the hazard suit on, falls asleep right there in front of us. And they drag him out, and he's still asleep, unconscious. They drag him, they had a rope on him, drag him out, he's still asleep. So, next, while they, like, yo, get a blood sample from Cuz that we just pulled out the John, Christopher Reeves is like, what the hell is going on here? Figuring out what's happening here. Like, yo, it's, it's, he's a doctor, so he's like, he's drawing a hypothesis. He's getting, he getting his thoughts together. Oh, what's going on? My wife's in there. I can't, I don't know what's going on. This is why he's worried his wife's in there. Kirstie Ollie comes up, and she's like, she's running shit down. She's like, with the with the government. She's like, yo, put this over here, blah, blah. She's smoking a cigarette. <sighs> yeah, you could throw the body right there. She has, she's not worried about it at all. She's not curious. She's not, I mean, she's curious, but she's not like, ah, like she's not panicking. She's just like, yeah, this is crazy. This is crazy. Throw the bodies over there. Yeah, like, this is, this happened. She's running things, right? So she's like, yeah, it's not, it's not chemical. It's not, not sure what it is. If it was chemical, blah, blah, blah. Like she's, she's laying stuff out for Christopher Reeves as if, she already came to these conclusions off the strength of a, you know, she see what's going on. This is what I'm thinking right now. She decides she's laying it out to him. So he's like, damn. He's like, well, you from the government. You seem to know a lot about this. I'm going to stay in contact with you. Like, I'm the doctor in town. Let's keep in contact. Let's see what's going on. So come to everybody start waking up in the town while they're talking, like at that time. So they only been knocked out a few hours. While Christopher Reeves and Kirstie Alley's talking, everybody in the town start waking up. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they see a couple cows start moving over there. Because I told you, every living thing is dead or, or asleep. A couple horses. It was like horses or cows over there in the field. They see the cows and everything start getting up. Then the two people, the two cops on the ground start getting up. The dudes start waking up that they pulled out of there. Everybody waking up. Everything cool. Everything ice. They get to the party. Where everybody was at, all the cops pulling in, army going through the township, getting people identification, seeing what's going on. They get to the party. Some dude fell asleep on the on the cook on the grill. He fell asleep on the grill. No, they 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 weren't dead. They weren't dead. They were just sleep. Some dude fell asleep on the grill, and like, if you fall asleep on the grill, you gonna wake up off that sleep. The grill was on. The grill was, the grill was big. He was cooked well done that whole time. He was cooked well done. So right there, it points out the fact these niggas was in a coma. They was not like they were done. They were they 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 life stopped right there because he couldn't react. He couldn't react from being cooked, cooked on a grill. Shorty just saw them and they all woke up and she was like. She started panicking. Like, everybody started screaming. Like, yo, he, he cooking easy. He cooking well. Like, he's done. He's done. Oven roasted. So, he's on the grill. Skin peeling off. So, like I said, that points out the idea that, yo, they if they were asleep, they were in a coma, comatose, like, slumber. These niggas was rock, right? So, <laughs> push two. The, the scene goes on through the township where everybody's, like, back to normal. But 
you know, um, it pushes to showing everybody like, yo, this happened, blah, blah, blah. They're calling it the blackout. You know, the blackout during this, blah, blah, blah whatever, whatever the keys was. Christopher Reeves notices more and more women are coming into his doctor's office, you know, becoming pregnant. You know, and there's certain women that's like, there's certain women that's virgins coming in that's pregnant, you know. Certain uh, women that's like, you know, their husband was away in a war or their husband was away at certain points. They haven't had sex in a while. They're pregnant. You know what I mean? Like, every shorty that can get pregnant in this town is pregnant in this town. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Everybody that can get pregnant, that's human, I'm going to say. That's human, is pregnant. You know? So... Christopher Reeves notices and he's like, yo, this is, this is ridiculous. Like, yo, this, there's way more than normal pregnancies happening right now. And they're all dating back to the blackout, you know? So like he, he tells Kirstie Ali and him and Kirstie Ali, they keep it in touch. They, they, you know, they, they tight, they, they thin as thieves right now. So they keep it in touch. And, um, basically when he reports all the women getting pregnant, Kirstie Ali is like, all right, yo. She lays out a plan, gives it to the townspeople. She's like, yo, everybody's pregnant, and it dates back to the blackout. The government is going to, um, this is clearly like, this is clearly, you know, some type of abnormality. Like, some something happened. Something happened to where everyone's pregnant from the blackout. Like, this is not, you know, intercourse or anything like that. Something happened from the blackout, and everyone's pregnant from that. So, the government is going to, you know, fund your family for each baby that you have from the blackout. You know, if you if you want to go through with having a baby, we going to be letting you know the options. If you had this baby, it's going this baby is from the blackout. This ain't your normal baby red. Right? So it's like, yo, this ain't your normal baby. You got the option to let to kill that joint right now or if you have the baby, the government will pay you. I think it was like two grand a baby for a month. Two grand a baby each month. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, a lot of people clearly was pressured by the money because it's like, yo, pockets tight. You need the two grand. We had a baby. So, push come to shove, most people had a baby in the village. Right? During labor, and I'm, and I'm going through certain... Uh, importance of information because it's, it's all important during labor of all these kids um the government was there to help out COVID babies yeah having a baby for money it's it was a money grab you know what I'm saying? it's a money grab for a lot of people and like um other people was just happy he was having a baby at that point but during the uh, delivery of the babies, the government was there. Because, again, the government is funding a lot of the babies that's being... Well, all the babies that's being born from that situation, the government's going to fund you for it. So, the government is providing people to help with the deliveries. Kirstie Ali is there. Christopher Reeves is there. It's in a hospital. Um, Kirstie Ali is basically helping them deliver the babies and stuff. She gets to one lady who's having problems with her pregnancy. Like, she was in pain or whatever the case was. And, um... She pushes, the baby comes out. Kirsty is like, damn. Stillborn. Like we got unfortunately this this baby's not gonna go through. You're not getting your money. That's what you upset about. Stillborn baby. Kirsty takes the baby. She dips off. Now the camera shows us 
Kirstie Alley taking the baby. So that points out to me. I already knew from the rip that baby was not. Or I don't know. I don't know. I only still don't know. I don't know if the baby was dead or if she just took it for testing and then it died. Hmm. I have no idea. I have no idea if the baby was dead or she took it and killed it while testing. I don't remember. I, well, I don't, not that I don't remember. They don't really explain that part. But I gathered. I, I assumed the baby was still alive when she took the baby. Because it wasn't crying or nothing. But she definitely took the body. She definitely took the body. All right. So, anyway, she takes the baby or whatever case is. Now, the whole village has these kids. And um, as they age, you notice all the kids look the same. Like, half of them are boys, half of them are girls. But they all look the same. It's like, it's like, um, if I can explain it in a sense, <laughs> they snatched the baby up for sure. Uh, if I can explain it in a sense, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, um, these kids were supposed to be, you know, the next evolution of humans in that sense. If you had to, if you had to explain how they all came up looking the same, that's how, that's how it's laid out to be like they're. They're the next. They're the next step of human evolution in that sense, right? So they're all. They all look the same. They all got like white hair or silver hair, I should say. Silver hair. I'm not sure if they eyes are the same color, but all got silver hair. Silver hair, white babies, right? And uh, I don't remember seeing the black couple in that joint, but it would have been funny if the black couple had a white baby too. That would have been fucking hilarious. But anyway, all silver hair. Uh, also over here, white babies. They all look the same, damn near. Like they, they siblings. Um, they push two when the kids are like three years old now. I want to say two or three. I want to say, I want to say, matter of fact, I'm gonna say two years old. They're all two years old now, or even a couple months because they were still crawling. Yeah, they they like a couple months to one years old, and they're showing like the kids are basically like hella advanced. Like the kids are like spelling out their name with their with their toys. Spelling shit out like just showing like yo I'm different with this right. Then they skip again to the kids being a little older. You know I want to say they're like three four now. And Christopher Reeves, Christopher Reeves' daughter is uh is at home with with their mom, but her mom and her mom's just chilling, cooking on the phone, cooking and all that. Christopher Reeves' daughter pushes her food off the high chair. And the mom is like, yo, why you, she about to walk to pick the food up. And the daughter eyes start glowing. The daughter eyes start glowing. And the mom stopped talking. She's just like, you know what I'm saying? Just staring at the baby like, yo, what's going on here? Mom's then takes her arm. She cooking, I told you. She takes her arm, throws her whole arm into a boiling, boiling pot of water. Boiling pot of water. And she's like screaming immediately. So it's not like she's indestructible where she about to throw her hand in the water. And she's like, dang, my baby gave me superpowers. Like, nah, nah. Hand in the water, boiling water in the pot of boiling water. Screaming immediately. And thank God somebody was walking up. Somebody was walking up and was like, yo. Walked up to the crib, bust through the door. Like, yo, get your hand out the water. Get your hand out the water. Pour it out the water. 
and the daughter just sitting there. Moms fall out on the floor, knocked out. The daughter smiled. You know what I'm saying? So she she clearly the spawn of Satan. Evil child. Spawn of Satan right there. And uh she's smiling because her mom just damn it burned her arm off. At that point, the mom is like wary of the child. Super wary of the child. Like, yo, like your baby just tried to burn your arms off. You clearly know it was your baby because you saw her eyes glowing. You know. What's AHS? American Horror Story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. It could be. This movie's super old, though, so they could have stole that, John. They could have stole it. They could have stole it. But Mom boils her arms. And then uh, Skip 2. Skip 2. This movie skipped around a lot. It's a lot of time skips going on. After Mom boils her arms off, they show the kids older now. So the kids are down at, at least six years old, maybe seven, because they're in school now. At least six years old, maybe seven. Mom kills herself. Christopher Reeve's wife kills herself after the boiling arm incident. Literally jumps off a cliff. Literally jumps off a cliff. So Christopher Reeves, his mind is gone now. He's just like, he already know the kids are linked to the blackout. But now he's for sure like, yo, this is this is this is fucking ridiculous. Like, yo, why 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 are these kids like drawling on us? Like, what's wrong with them? So he totally checked out. The parents are noticing more and more the kids are having issues in school. You know, they can't be with the other kids because, like, they're going to force the other kids to harm themselves. Like, they're drawing. So, like, the parents, they group up and they they can go to uh, um, Christopher Reeves. Like, yo, you got you to gotta take them on, man. For some reason, they respect you. Like, I don't get why. Like, what's going on? Christopher Reeves, he, you know, like I said, he already down and out. His wife just died. So, he like... These niggas don't know nothing about respect. They crazy. Like, he on that. Like, he like, yo, fuck these kids. He's straight up on that. But he still got a daughter. You know what I'm saying? So, he can't say that holy. And um, he's like, what can I teach them? Like, I don't need... So, the people like, you can teach them humanity, man. Teach them humanity. So, he like, all right. <laughs> he like, all right. But I'm going to teach them humanity. So, uh, and the mom who told Christopher Reeves he got to teach the kids... Her son is one of the kids, but her son, he's like, he's a little different. He's like, uh, he's like, um, what you gonna call it? He's, he's a little different because he's, I don't know. I don't know why he's different. It, they showed a scene with him at the same age, like six years old, where, uh, he's brushing his hair or he's looking in the mirror and his mom comes up to brush his hair. And, um, he took the brush from him and was like. I got this. Ain't no need to get emotional. I'm cool. Like, I'm growing up, mom. It's cool. Brushing his hair by itself, right? Tells his mom, ain't no need to get emotional. He's brushing his hair. And for whatever reason, him, I forget I forget what happened. But, uh, oh, his his mom was like, dang, it's so, why, why don't you cry when, when things happen? It's okay to uh, cry if something happens. I kind of think his mom was about to cry. He was like, they can read. They The parents know now the kids can read your mind. So, like, while he's talking to her, she's getting emotional. Why the, why the mom's talking to her son? Um, she's getting emotional. And I think the son's name is Gabriel. I can't remember, though. I'm going to call him Gabriel because I think that's his name. Um, Gabriel's talking to his mom like, why are you getting, why are you getting upset? It's, it's okay, blah, 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 blah. Ain't no need to get upset. I'm cool. Like, he, he straight up 50-year-old man type vibe. 
she like uh she basically let him know like yo well it's okay it's okay to cry like you know if something's wrong and Gabriel reads her mind and goes thanks so you're saying like if you hurt you should sympathize with others because you know where hurt is right so that's what it is man so 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 Gabe's a little different now because his mom's talking to him about that but that's not why he's different. So you come to find out um, the kids are now like at a certain age where they just moving on their own. Like they six, seven years old. They taking walks around the town, doing whatever they got to do, doing like just having shit done. Right. As they're walking, you see that they're in like a, a, a single file line, like in school, like back in the day, like boy line, girl line. They're in a single file line and they're kind of like paired up. You know what I'm saying? So. <clears throat> Them being paired up, there's like an even number of kids. Wildly, there's a really <laughs> there or there's supposed to be an even number of kids. Um, Gabriel's in the back of the line by himself because Gabriel's partner, like his girlfriend or mate or whatever they were supposed to be, um, was the was the baby that died during birth, right? Crazy, right? So his his mate was supposed to be the one that died during birth. So while they're all on their walk, Gabriel's in the back of the line, and Gabriel, Gabriel, uh, he parts off of the line after the scene of him and his mom. So, so as he parts off on the line, I'm like in my head, I'm like, oh shit, like, oh, this kid is about to be the savior of the town because these kids is they ruthless, man. They got no emotions, no feelings, like they they ruthless. Like you could die in front of them, and they'll be like, that's how life goes, man. Like they ruthless, but Gabriel, he's showing like compassion now like he's showing like dang he he cares about stuff he's he's curious about certain things he's like okay why is this happening dang why you why react why you reacting emotionally like that like that's how Gabe thinking so when they walking in the line down the town Gabriel breaks off he goes to the cemetery you know uh while he's there you see Christopher Reeves in the background you know looking at another uh another grave site so Christopher Reeves is there. We know why his wife died. So, you know, he, he, he visiting her grave site. You know, that's not uncommon to see Christopher Reeves there. Christopher Reeves see Gabriel. He goes over to Gabriel and he goes, Gabriel, what are you doing here? And Gabe goes, I'm looking for the one for the one that died. What? Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking here? So Christopher Reeves goes like, uh, he goes like, which one that died? And Gabe goes, the one that was supposed to be with us, like the uh, the the child that was supposed to be with us. He says a name. He says a name, and Christopher Reeves goes, he's like, oh well, she didn't make it at birth or whatever the case is, right? And Gabriel's like, Gabriel's looking around like, where's the body? On some shit, right? Gabriel's looking around like, all right, that's cool. She didn't make it, but where's the body at? And Christopher Reeves goes, I, I honestly don't know. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. I believe they took it away. So Gabriel's like, dang. Okay. He walks away. It's the craziest scene in the world. It's like the craziest scene in the world. A kid goes up to you, asks you what happens to another kid that was born on the same day they, they was born. It's like, yo, she was supposed to be here. He basically, he told Christopher Reeves, like, she was supposed to be with me. She was supposed to be mine. 
It's like, like what? What are we? What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? Yo, scary is not the word, Brittany. I'm not lying to you. Scary, right? If a child right there told me, yo, this girl was supposed to be mine. She was born with me. I would have jumped out my body and died right there. I would have died right there. That's wild. But anyway, anyway, so Christopher Reeves sees that. He goes, he goes to Gabriel's mom like, yo, did you tell him about so-and-so? She's like, nah, I ain't telling him about so-and-so. I never told him about that. That's crazy that he knows, right? So now Christopher Reeves, he all in tennis. He like, oh, these niggas is crazy. These niggas got problems. They something else. They not they not normal kids. So, so the, Christopher Reeves takes the job of trying to teach them. And um, in the first class, in the first class, he goes, um, "I honestly don't know what I'm supposed to tell you guys about. Maybe humanity. Maybe uh, something else." And when he says something about humanity, all the kids. Well, one of the kids. I feel, I think it was uh, the leader. Christopher Reeves' daughter is like the leader of the group, right? So she's like, um, humanity is blah, 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 blah. Like, it's worthless. Like, we're on to the next level type shit. Like, you know, feelings are, feelings are, you know, in a way kind of thing. Like, nobody needs emotions. Emotions just get you whatever. Um, they're useless. Like, basically like that. Like, emotions are useless. Humanity is useless. You just got to keep it pushing. So, uh, so Christopher Reeves, he's like, all right, if you want to talk about that, maybe I can teach you about biology. He's like, we can start with certain things, like the eyes. I think he was kind of trying to hit toward, like, yo, what's up with your eye powers? Like, what's going on with that? But he's like, all right, maybe we can talk about the eyes. And he's like, your eyes can help you to see. And one of the kids go, and also your eyes, he starts to talk, and his daughter goes, yeah, that's it. Like, cuts the kid off. And Christopher Reeves is like, well, that's nice, but I, I think Johnny was talking, or whatever the kid was name. And... Johnny then repeats exactly what Christopher Reeves' daughter said. Basically, on you know, some like, oh, my boss said I can't talk about that, so continue. Type shit like that, right? So so Christopher Reeves sees he does that, and he looks at his daughter, and he goes, you on some weird shit. Like, on some shit like that. And then Christopher Reeves' daughter goes, uh, the eyes is the, is the window to the soul. On some creepy shit. Right there, I die laughing. Cause I'm like, oh, this bitch needs to die. Henceforth, she shouldn't be allowed to live from this day forward. Me and terrorists start dying immediately. Uh, <laughs> it's just a creepy shit to say. So like, uh, Christopher Reeves, like, all right, that's weird. But he dips out. Somebody called him to the principal office. He dips out. Uh, push comes to shove. A drunk dude comes in the classroom, and he's like cursing out the kids, like. Y'all all demons. Y'all know y'all y'all know y'all demons. Y'all not normal kids. And he's like poking at them with a broomstick and accidentally hits one of them in the face. And uh <laughs> they end up killing bulls. So like after that, the kids just basically rebelled and was like, they told they all told their parents, yo, we all about to live in that barn. Ain't nothing you could do to stop me. Drop me off at the barn. That's how much power they got, cause everybody know they got uh they got the power. So like nobody trying to die out this joint. So they all tell their parents you leave me at the joint. You leave me in the barn. Ain't no way you ain't leaving me in that barn. Crazy. Imagine imagine your kid telling you that and he got superpowers. And he don't mind killing you. <laughs> he doesn't mind killing you. So it's runs. 
it's runs right there. So, uh, <laughs> so you dropped all the kids get dropped off at the barn. They all live in there. And um, basically, what happens is shit start hitting the fan where they're running the village now from the farm. Like they're they're leaving the crib. There's parents that's coming to try to pick their kid up. Like I miss my kid. Like I'm picking them up. And the other group of kids are like, nah. And they start killing off the parents. Come up, come in and pick up the kids. And then uh, during this whole time, uh, Kirstie Ollie comes back into the mix. And she's letting bombs off. Like, the DNA is showing that all these kids are connected. Like, they're they not coming from any fathers. They're all, like, sons and daughters of whoever the fuck else. But it ain't the fathers. They're all related. They're just in different moms type shit. And uh, Christopher Reeves is just like, it basically lays out the where she took the body. She's doing experiments on the body. And she lets off that the government has known about this type of shit for years. And that this 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 village is basically like just a, a opportunity for them to research on it. But the government has it's been situations like this all over the globe. At least like seven other seven other uh, towns and shit like that. So like Christopher Reeves is like, yo, you you got us here for an experiment? Like you want some weird shit. So they all finding out this. She shows Christopher Reeves the body of the baby who is now in like a test tube type thing, dead and everything, but in the test tube to where they're studying the body and everything like that. So Christopher Reeves now knows this information. And the reason she didn't tell nobody, here's the Ali, because you think she an asshole for right now. But the reason she doesn't tell anybody is because the kids can read minds. So the moment she tells you, you're a liability because if the kids read your mind, shit's hitting the fan. They're killing everybody. Everybody. It's runs. You know what I'm saying? So, like, because they, they think the kids think of themselves as a separate species. So it's like, if you hurt one of them, it's like, yo, we're all together. We're killing you. It's runs. It's only a moment in time. Like, one of the kids say this in a movie. It's only a moment, moment in time before... Humanity turns against us, and then we'll have to fight you. We're winning that fight. The kids said it themselves. There's a there's a scene in the movie going forward where the kids are against the army, and they're killing the army. Christopher Reeves, um, for whatever reason, has the ability to like block his thoughts. I no not not for whatever reason he can block his thoughts by thinking of his wife's um, death. So like him thinking about that cliff that she jumped off they used to hang out there all the time it's a very it's a very powerful force for him to be able to think about it'll block anything else that's in his brain so he lays out a plan to go destroy these kids but in the meantime gabriel's still showing you that he's not one of the kids so like he has to lay out a, a plan to get gabriel out of there without thinking of the plan that he has intact to kill these kids to kill these kids. But the kids is on a rampage. They're destroying the village. Gabriel's mom's like, you got to save Gabe. You got to save him. He's thorough. He's not one of them. He's a thorough boy. Gabe has now, you know, showed the ability to question things, to feel things. You know, when he sees his, um, I don't, ain't no other way to say it, his deceased lover's corpse. You know, he's crying now as a kid. And uh, the other kids is basically like, yo, man, you becoming soft, man. It's time to finish this off right now. You becoming soft out here. 
We don't we don't fuck with you being soft. So they take him to they they take him to um Kirstie Ali's office and they go they go hand in hand and read her mind and they basically make her show her show them where the corpse is. They find a corpse and now they kill Kirstie Ali right there. Kirstie Ali's dead. Gabriel had no beef with it. Like he was hurt. He clearly was hurt, but he didn't have no parts in killing Kirstie Ali. He's just like the love of my life is dead in this test tube. Ain't nothing I can do about it. Kirstie Alley dies, and that's when the war breaks out. Um, push two. And I'm, I'm ending it right here because, like, ain't too much more of the movie. It's just Christopher Reeves has to block his mind. He goes in and kills the babies with, like, C4 or something like that. Some type of dynamite destroys all the babies. But he gets Gabriel out safe. Christopher Reeves dies in the process. But Gabriel lives, and it's surprising that they don't have a, you know, sequel to the movie. Surprising. But that right there is the village of the damned in a nutshell. The most weird movie all time. Nothing was solved. I still don't know what them niggas were. I still don't know. But I'm in this joint right here. I actually got caught the chair back. So, yeah, I mean, thank y'all for watching another episode of the EDC podcast. That is wild shit, though. I, I want to go over more like reviews like that because that's like. That shit is ridiculous. I'm just going on two hours, and I'm not about to do that. That's ridiculous. But uh, we on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast from, Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, anywhere else you get your uh, podcast from. Also on YouTube. Um, this usually posts before I drop the podcast because this is directly to YouTube, so I, I usually don't have an issue with that one. Um, but for the podcast, that will be released by tomorrow. Um, like I said, on any platforms you get your podcast on. But I do appreciate y'all looking in. Bree, Bree, Brittany was on here today. Bo was on here today. And who am I forgetting? Glory was on here today. Shouts out to you. For real, for real. That's cool. Uh, we have it. And this is like, this is a consistent three, three cross squad. This is like code right now. I'm going to start having people on this, John, like on cam. But I'm out of here, man. I'm ghosted.